Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Thank you for joining me around the fireside tonight. My name is Joe, and I'm here to tell you a story. A story about the disparate and fickle emotions of war. A story split into five poems. Each poem set to cover the anxieties of those left behind. From the men leaving for the trenches, to the children that remain at home, to the upbeat and happy in-between time, and finally onto the Second World War. I would like to sincerely thank the poet Neil Willis for allowing me to read this moving collection of poems. If you like what you hear, please find his Facebook page under Neil Willis Poetry and show him some support. Please don't forget to like, share and subscribe to Tales by the Fireside. Every interaction truly means the world to this channel. Now, get comfortable, let go of the daylight and join me for our story. The War Years Pentalogy Written by Neil Willis Our brothers may fight in arms, but the real strength is their home country holding hands together in solidarity. To smile when you leave is the memory that stays with me. Twenty hundred to Southampton Slow, every minute of the clock ticked. As the steam train's bags were load, backward plumes to billow fog built, haunting each and every chimney blow, heartbeat rhythm, wheels across tracks, would meet each torch-lit rail's gaps when it pulled away slow. Hoarse was the steam train's blow. As light from station lantern glowed, nervous flame licked to evening wind, that stretched to a cobbled shadow, that reflected glimmer as walls napped. Bricks highlight over arches lapped. We stood in the half-light throne. Deep were the steam train's woes. Step into carriages, doors closed. The latches clicked, handles turned. The slide of glass, brass windows load. Uniform men for country and king 
Their regiment boots shine to sheen, catching the train to wartime zones. Leaving children to their homes. The first whistle blew, we rub nose to nose. Timetable letters flicked in turn, their fast tapping as though sending in code. One last kiss to keep your dreams. This is my promise to know what might be the final call from mute megaphone. I'm just another soldier to the wartime zone. The station clock tocked, the last second slow. Masters whistled shrill to a kick. Southampton, twenty hundred hours must go. Platform wives hold their great esteem. A kiss to air is love, luck and go free. Yet inside each, their anxious heart froze. To wave fast hands, to faster train blows. Tear handkerchiefs to every eye goes. Open windows, lovers hand kissed. Waving back as their steamed hair was blown. Assurance smiles to keep all dreams. As luck of fate to those men is deemed. They'll fight to fields where poppies do grow. The load is brave men. Baggage and lives as stow. Steam flowed Victorian arches below. White plumes fog the garrison town, as though a blanket to the factory's throne. The woof broke and the dark and serene. Lanterns lit, sidelined, misted trees, as the black-painted locomotive load. Off to the coast, the coal-laden engine tows. Left to the station, silhouettes in mist. Women, children, as return breaks hissed. Statued figures are many, but so alone. None to know if their men would come home. The hanging clock took forever to click, sick to their core, the contagion of war. Onward to the battle zone. Four hundred did go. Four hundred did go. Four hundred did go. On the horse train of woes, listen the beating heart quieter to the distant night lamplit she hacks. The hazed torch to where she goes, Farewell all, her forlorn whistle blows. Head in hands, the seated men distraught, Though standing, stared each other's eyes, No expression, shoulders crammed doors. Not a single mouth moved, There was a fright to their whites. Nobody spoke what they were going for. Listen, the heartbeat on tracks, It might be the only one to return back. Four hundred did go, four hundred did go, four hundred did go. Ribbon Tail Kite Stand to envy the dreams of the young child's wonder mind. With arms fully stretched high, tiptoed in sandaled shoe, his fingers flared to a wide as he let his balloon to fly. One of many with their labels, written with their name and hearts, fifty little pairs of hands whispered all fond goodbyes. Each balloon to higher than high, wonderment stilled as they touched the sky. Each held the child's dreams, where would the red balloon go to? Beyond the hedge? Beyond the village? To the seaside coast? An unknown place? To think of many... They will try. Goodbye, balloon. 
goodbye. Each red heart to higher than high, the biplane cross passes the child's arms by. And the child that builds his dreams in sand has the admiration of the older man. He can dig barefoot his hole in hope to get to the earth's core. Only dug two spades down, it seems the biggest hole of all. He may bury himself inside and fill sand to his neck above, then laugh until he cries, his head to the beach as a ball. That child will ever dream of his feet, but not knowing the meaning that lies beneath. And he will build his own castle, with flag to the seashore wind, this his dream to build an empire as a biplane flies over the turreted mounds. With engine noise so loud, the children's laughter is so drowned. To sky is the sight of kites that shimmer to gazing sun, wonderment to control freedom as they dip and swirl in their flight. He points above his height. Be in awe of the ribbon-tailed kite, it is freedom above the innocent crowds. The older child climbs the great-leafed oak for a better view above the free man's land. He climbs the trunk to the split. He climbs branch to another. He climbs to the leafed bow end and stands on the grand tree's yoke. Intent to get closer to the sky, the best of views is his goal. To say that he has climbed this mighty tree beyond his field, streaming is grey smoke. Closer to the white-tailed kites, floating diamonds, sunlitter's jewels that fly early morning sunrise skies. Higher to see planes flying by, far beneath many kite strings that glisten in the low sunlight, angled as though tethered guys. Beware how often the biplane passes by, his mum and dad said they might be spies. On far horizon, the largest white balloon, strung in the morning tide dews, wonderment how big it really could be. It holds men for many hours, high to sky. The white balloon is held to its tie, hanging in yellow hue, morning's rise shine. The women stand behind window frames, white net curtains hiding their eyes, binoculars peering beyond the children that fly morning light kites. All men were called to fight for country and king. They dug their own trenches to the ground, in boot to defend their own castles, hiding behind the earthen mounds. The rumble of biplanes flying low in sound, the peacetime skies were ever drowned. Still standing was the shade of the oak tree, where children hid from planes that pry, praying their fathers to come home, bombs are falling to the distant ground. Mothers were calling in their playing child, kites held in arm, their freedom denied. The little hands held to the window, his nose pressed to the glass dripped with dew, his eyes fixed to the big silver balloon. The oak field turned grey, became night during day. The haunt of war shaded the sky, a zeppelin attacking the country's pride. He wondered of his red balloon, sent his wishes to his father, 
stringed love and four kisses, not knowing he had already died. When told the balloon never arrived, with bewildered eyes, the boy cried and cried. Goodbye, Papa, goodbye. Nothing could ever replace his father. The image masked his sky balloon. The kite's diamonds above spring dew. Beautiful yellow sky. Their tails squiggled against wisp cloud on high. The noise of the distant planes that flew. The teardrop shape observation crew. The zeppelin hung over his long goodbye. The images scarred to his mind's eye. The scars of the years forever brew and remained there, ever instilled. Never question the lack of will of the elderly lady with her bottom to a bench, with her walking stick central, linked with two hands covering its arch handle. For every crag to her face, her eyes now dulled with age, lips thin that hold firm her tail. For she has seen man of wars, the beauty of child being born, the death of her lifelong husband. For she laughed with best friends, loved, cared for close company, then held their hands to dying end. Her mind remembers halcyon days, she walked in hand as a young lady, sun beating down on the lovers as their hands swathed the feather corn. Where love was a bite through a red strawberry, sunshine caught her eyes to half-closed. Picnic blanket for two by water, boat sail passed with war-end bunting. Never question her lack of will until you have felt what she can feel. When war peace is long time dealt, the mind still chews a bitter pill. Never think indifferent or ill of the older gentleman sat beneath the same oak tree, eyes straight forward and then they view side to side with knowledge more than younger men. For every tear coming to eye is a memory to his mind that still haunts his every day. For he was the man to the war just twenty years when he flew. Naive to how he was to serve. Under his great tree he has watched seasons. Year on year springtime flowers flourished. The oak shaded him through hot summer, autumn's felled leaves, winter's snow. In fields far beyond he fought the enemy, rifle to hand and munition to belt. His last goodbyes with dirt to face, watching his fellow comrades raised to death. Never question his tear to eye until you listen the words to his breath. You'll never see what's in his sight. Once he also ran the grass field, a ball of string to his hand. Freedom of the ribbon tail flight, freedom he fought for with all might. Just stand in awe of wind-swept freedom, every red diamond, white ribbon-tailed kite, patriotic against a backdrop blue sky. The Homecoming Victorian arches held up the tracks, trains going from places to places, rhythmic wheels heard across the gaps to another town then they'd be back. Their movements more often. Now end of war, the soldiers coming home from bases. Red, white and blue streets, buntings flaunt. Last weekend, to good years we'd brag. 
anthems of voices to the flown flag. Our mum's been working as factory lags, their hair tied back, grease to their faces, chimneys still plume to the skies until the time bell hails last hour. Children run cobble streets, kicked balls, untied laces, prayers as sunsets lie besides as church pews. We cheered, arms high, God save the king. The union flag to the mast flew, reflected glad faces, red, white and blue. Victorian trackways to tall brick arches, the locos chuff lateral at great pace. Percussion steam heads parallel tracks pull to the station, to then about tack. Now replenishing goods to the stores, or coal to the fire, faster they're racing. This last week, the end of the wars, no more zeppelins, the terror they bring. Salute, stand tall to our jubilant flag. Our mums have been working, wearing sewn rags, no makeup, sleeping, no airs, no graces, supplying the country's basic need. The steam horn blows at the tenth hour. Children run terrace rows, laundry hung to backyards, little food shelved to stores, one dinner now serves two. With innocent joys did we all sing, proud to be on Britannia's crew, proud to be red, white and honourably true. Stand again to the railway platform, salute the train coming into view. Here she comes. Slow, she pulled through the rain, her steam as a cloud of gloom. Here she comes. The short whistle lost its steam, the arrival of 11am troops. Wives and children to wave hello, their men to return to their homes. Here she comes. There was little heartbeat to the track, this the last post to never turn back. Brakes squealed, last steam hissed, women yearn for their kisses missed. Whistle blew, hind anticipation. Welcome, 400, to the station. She's here. Handles turned, clack of latches. Doors opened to home dispatches. Huff. Below the bunting, red, white and blue. To the platform, their men but a few. 350 died whilst on tour. Less than 50 walked the train door. Huff. Many helped by comrade's shoulders the black and blue truth of brave soldiers. Through silence was heard a dropped pin tack. The men walked through steam, blurred faces unseen. The women's fears were not held back. Children's tears, world sacked eyes. It was years since Dad said goodbye. Huff. Mothers wide-eyed, still mouths open, clenched their hands with sheer emotion. Exhausted, the horse train of woes to never tell of what she had known. Then a low note from the ornate clock. For every kiss, seven were missed. Tock. For every hug, seven graves dug. Tock. For each relief, seven showed grief. Tock. Seven to one child, no father draw filed. The men, shame cheeks of red, with sheer faces of white, their depressed minds blue. How could the bunting hang so true? The bloody war to be a four-year banquet. The oppressor yearns feasts of meats. 
homegrown from furrowed trenches, troops' heads as apple-mouthed boars. Victory would have made great the successor, so he called for final helpings, simmering hot the gravy and dumplings, silver dome lifted to a crippled slaw. They heard no heartbeat to track of the four carriages, only two banked, with their wives' kisses face smothered, each comrade looked back, tears to eyes. They saw images of fallen remembered, thoughts down the track, reheard their last cries. They left their friends, true brothers in arms, no souvenir were the memories home packed. The hanging clock, its head low, each a minute a condolence bore. Disbelief blew the bunting through, no celebration for those but few. The tally list across the ranks. Four hundred did go, four hundred did go, four hundred did go. There is no victory to war. There is the only uncertainty to the consequence of circumstance. Rose de Paris Through front door of panelled oak, let himself in from walking autumn leaf, with long shaft key turned in lock, into the hallway of stone tiles. Long dark coat of finest tweed wool, hat of rabbit skin to warm grayed head, scarf of stripes in high school colour, was ware of his traditional style. To the bureau, removed gloves, black leather laid straight of finger, angled to one forward corner by yesterday's post, laden file. October autumn brought leaves off trees, weekend's wind made patterned pavements, Gathered deadfall lined the roadside gutters. Late afternoon sun shone through red and acer. The light toward winter lessened. Damp of rain sheened the walkway. The table lamp turned to subdue hue. Boots parallel to doormat's pile. This, his favourite time of year. This held fond memories past. Especially of his younger years. Since a widower ten months last. He and his wife, bright young things, they met London in late 1920s, teens through grey days of World War I, with her pretty face love grew so fast. A tea house in Piccadilly, she sat with friends, bone china to hand, casual, with greatest smile flirted, with makeup as the new woman class. She was a flapper, denoted by her dress, it was summer, warmer, the city heat, the hem was shorter, tasseled to her open breast she wore a bell straw hat to her head with elbowed right hand higher jetain smoke thin line to ceiling her red lips cosied the holder her long gloves black leather matched and he was a gentleman so dapper worked as a journalist london east reported on life post-war time wrote for the young as fashion police they danced the alive of paris with his work, Autumn 1929, where young lives lived pizzazz. The band played to the rear of Les Maisons de Thé. Couples danced upbeat jazz. The ladies shimmied, tassels to their dresses, gents with slacks, shirts open to chest. Cocktails sipped, a newfound freedom, decade past war's peacetime pledge. Gents imitate Valentino. Ladies copied gloss fashion press, a vibe to live life as no tomorrow. After war, left young loves depressed. 
Girls were now showing their knees, rejuvenated, only wanted best. Chanel coutured, flaunting vision, in bars they all dressed to impress. Feather boas, long string pearls, deco patterns to their dress. The bright young things of Paris town oozed their cocktail society zest. The rambling rose climbs the porchway, curled iron cantilevers on the roof. The large pink blooms long forgotten, dried thorny stems curled to the bell. Over the wet gated pathway, as confetti in the morning dew, summer petals had fell to floor, no more they fragranced the cottage door. The guys were drinking, happy to be clappers, ladies' gold shoes, ever fast toe tappers, dancing outside the street salon bars. Paris really gave it razzmatazz, ladies with sequins on their dresses, the young used all life they still had. The cool cats with their chrome grill cars, smoking jetains hanging from their lips, hanging out of the windows, whistling at the bells parading, hands to hips. The Charleston danced in lines to floor, kicking stockings with fancy heels. Gents' two tones kicked low to their side, the twenties aloud, do as you feel. Ladies all wanted to be Marlene, images from Picture Goer magazine. Gents to be Ramon Navarro, greased their hair to oiled sheen. The jazz trumpets played a faster beat, Lindy Hop pranced along every street. Ladies wore trousers as though men now new to the capital scene. Not every girl was to be a boa queen. The dead and wisteria hangs twisted over the stone cottage bay window. This year's growth has now fallen. Autumn leaves clung to its branches. Its bow strangled the last light. Its blossom was long forlorn. Its fingers bent to the frame. It was the same plant, only by name. The crowds were dance floor hopping, couples were showtime topping, American style, Lindy dance bopping, the Paris set weren't known for stopping, jazz at lunchtime, dancing to evening, ladies fashion ever more revealing, bars with over celebration feeling, you'd never guess, war minds were reeling, ladies from men were fashion stealing. Trend magazines glossed the tables, decored by poses of Betty Grable, images from water-coloured sable, Watch them parade their fashion labels. Every weekday were high tea dances. Beautiful ladies, the apple of glances. With spat-wearing gents taking chances. Ladies accepting photograph advances. Dancers, glances, chances, romances. The young were playing in their masses. With short bob cut and swinging fake pearls. Drop back dresses, dropped hip line girls. Coiffured hair with trim, glossy curls, spinning fast as her high hemlines whirled. Spenders, trenders, pretenders, and alter genders. Bright young things, the post-war splendors. Gents cruised with their big arch wheels, ladies made sure their bodies revealed. This is the decade of do as you feel, the best of life was there as a steal. Like there'd be no more tomorrows, La Romance was the life of the free. Liberté, Paris, Liberté. The young disowned by their mamas and papas, they saw bright young things as mishappers. Generations had fought in the trenches, now sequins and spats sang to the benches. Non-conforming, they were non-life mappers. 
left the oldies at home as evening nappers. They danced in jet streams of the warplanes. Their lives saved, lived a life of insane. Cocktails and mocktails, they filled the sparkling train. To every floor, the bass drum and cymbal, to gent slacks with the finer black braces, ladies' faces, beauty spots and dimples, the church of dance had the people playing. From the drums of war that were still thought raw, from the sounds of knell to the liberty bells, Germany by Europe thwart, Paris partied full wind to her sails. Her boa used as une rose de grace, untied from her neck as a chain, son bere bleu brung toward Eiffel, her string of pearls held to her breath. They romanced as Notre Dame struck ten, Gants longs off derriere maison du thé. Charleston les Champs-Elysées, they lindy hopped along la Seine, and were seen jiving sous l'arc de triomphe. All this through the dark of night, to watch Paris at the break of dawn's day. They sang beneath the liberty bells, they swung under the lamplight's spell, held hands past ladies with love to sell, spun in circles as autumn leaves fell. They smooch with chandeliers above, passioned within the hues moon of love, caressed noises, heard thrash of doves. Her bower blew away as they chased, her net stockings removed in haste, his eyes to a black garter faced, their gin to lips was the French kiss taste. And, between teeth, she held the leathern glove. At six he kissed his English rose, by a river's waters of Paris, Dawn light, sur la ville de l'amour, his proposal to her, they were to marry. In the cottage hallway was his memory of Paris past, a mock feather boa they bought two years before she died ago. Long gloves she wore, autumn last, as the winds through the village did blow, a felt kerchief of Acer, autumn red, until last winter she wore to her head. These, their memories, did ever last. Through reflective eyes there is sorrow. 1929. They lived, they danced, as there was no tomorrow. But, through another world war, through children that she bore, to watching man land to the moon, his darling Rose de Paris was not so long ago. Another fifty years plus they did borrow. Love Letters Do you remember? We held hands at the end of Brighton Pier. We were summer loves for thirty-seven. You promised me always. I promised you ever. We promised we'd always be together. We walked in hand along the breaking shore. No money to pocket, no shoes to feet. I found the perfect, a blue pebble. You found its twin other. We laughed that they could be stone beach lovers. In the late afternoon sun, shadows long, as the fair ground played on the pier end. Couples walked the promenade. Children knelt with bucket and spades, as though no one was on the beach, although a crowd. As I so pushed mine into your palm, you clenched it tight. It was the perfect size. My two hands clasped around yours. The stone was a heart in your clasp's body. Your hand was a heart in my warm hands cupped. At that moment our eyes are proud in the crash of the waves so loud. This, my darling, is a blue stone that we will ever be true stone. This is the we'll never be through stone back to the sea 
it never be thrown. She replied, My darling, I remember thirty-seven. You, always more than one summer a love, your kiss was delicious, your hug was forever. Our fingers clasped, would never so sever. We sat on the promenade through the sunset, as handsome was your smile, that I so melted, the taste of vanilla, scrumptious was your kiss. It is the one thing my mind will never so miss. And I also gave you my found pebble, to its curve round I kissed, on its smooth face I wrote, love is life long, together we'll grow. My love will ever so run through my wording, the blue of stone ever reflects my eyes, they always adore you, my arms be here for you. Our love started with, and should be one so big kiss. She always pulled the letter from the bottom, always laid in received date order, always cherished the musty odour, always, but never so forgotten. Sent from her darling, posted from the wars, written in the lamplight, written by his fair hand, written with more love he ever so shared. With a French stamp, with two date marks, with military post aside, the envelope of cream, the writing in black ink, where letters looped, where words stood slanted, and where every moment showed that he so cared. In the first words she remembered seeing him dressed in blue, as smart as any handsome man, blonde quiff greased. In the first sentence she remembered waving him goodbye, kit bag packed, shoes polished to the gate. In the paragraphs she envisaged his smile when the blown from lips across hand was kissed. Three months after leaving, posted from the wars, written from the combat, protecting the real truth, his first communication, she, he so missed. Through his words, neat, dotted, crossed and slanted, were the memories of thirty-seven so enchanted. In a row of Victorian cottages, terraced through the streets east of London town, was her bedroom with bayed window front, blanketed was her single bed, to the table her heart would so drown. On the mantel of the tiled fireplace sat a blue memory box painted by father, with mirror above to brush her quiffed hair, a candle was lit to the right side, to left the one photo of her so lover. In the box were nine love letters, one for each season he had left her so alone, each with the handwritten address to his lady, each with a stamp from a foreign land. Date timed once from a single country, twice from travelling through two, military post to one side, each written in bunk light under night's cover. Lifting all others neatly stacked in time, she would always slide the bottom one to read, with loops the S's slant to writing, the top sliced open by her nail, the memory of thirty-seven made her heart bleed. In her hand was his blue stone, his ever-be-true stone, his never-be-through stone. Fingers clenched, she'd never be alone. She sent mail more often than she so received, her pen across paper more than she would so read, not knowing his whereabouts made more her need, yet knowing he was her lost blue boy to the seas. With her paper of pink, her written pen of black, her envelope of white, her stamp was of King George, she enclosed a lock of her hair as love shared. Each envelope higher in memory pile, still handwritten with loops with slanted word, their queen's head post-office circle stamped, 
military post, large font down the right side, became more distant and she so more returned. Each letter opened, wrote less about love, more distant than they, Brighton 37, more about the big world he was now seeing, more about the days being blues at sea, becoming less loving, her heart felt so spurned. One letter she sent with no profit as it's read, the men, the neighbours, the churches so fell, the Germans blitzing through London's core, buildings turned to rubble overnight. Date timed but slow to her so doormat, her post late to his dispatch, King George's head to the corner. The Luftwaffe shadowed the horrid of war. She was in the underground for safety's sake. He was under the sea on night surveillance. Her letters written without truthful eyes. His returned with no glamour or honour. Love slowly removed since blown kissed goodbyes. In his dorm was her true stone. Her ever eyes of blue stone. Her written promise through stone. A kissed round they'd ever grow. And on the first word he imagined her stood at the door. As pretty as any girl he'd ever met. On first line, he saw her in his mind waving, under the porch, tiptoed with an anxious smile. Her hair, fringed, shoulder-length, curled under. And as he saw her handwritten name and kisses, his eyes welled to blurred vision, upset. And the lock of hair under his pillow was kept. In the candlelight, reflected in the mirror, on the mantel, closed next to her brush, her memory box of blue had been locked. She could not bear to open. She wished she were blind. She shivered a horrid thought at the envelope top of the pile. Addressed 12 Victoria Cottages, London Town. The stamp, head of King George, Rose and Thistle. But there was no military post to the right side. No loops to the address S's. No slant to the words upright. The envelope white, perfectly clean, on His Majesty's service as the top line. Each letter typed through a ribbon fine. On the first line she imagined him struck by war. End of the paragraph imagined where he was. The final sentence cold condolences for her loss. The date, 2nd December 1941. His body was not found. By the date she counted how long he was so out there. By the wording he was in the channel off the north coast. By the signature thought of his last letter he wrote downed by a bomb off a German boat. On the end of Brighton Pier, sundown, fairground closed. Nobody on Pebble Beach, the children had all gone home. She held his stone as a heart in her clasp. She held his blue stone, forever be true stone, will never be through stone. He died with her blue stone at bunk. He died with a curl of her hair. He died, and she was not there. To the sea, with love, her pebble be so thrown. At first thought she unclasped the heart in her hand, with arm above, behind head, second thought of love, in waves noise, the thought of man in blues. Her thoughts of 1937, the pier played a carousel tune, in hand they walked as two. Her stone beach pebble lover, to the other, she threw. Her love did ever so run through her wording, the blue of stone ever reflected hope. She always adored him, her arms waited here for him, her man of the navy forever be missed. Back to railing she, her heart so cried, at first tear she thought of herself dressed in white, through sobbing imagined her wedding veil smile, 
Through heartache, saw her man stood middle to chest, through fingers across face, thought she could so die, the knell of the bell was never peals for the bride. Her mind forever remembered Brighton, two years before he went off to war, their pebble beach love started with, and was supposed to also end with, one big promenade, so vanilla kiss. The end of the War Years Pentalogy. Good night. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.